are so expensive. They're not. Apple monitors are expensive. Well, other like ones are too. Monitors, yeah, gaming one. monitors are too. Yeah. When are you going to get one of those uh, curved 57-inch long things? Never. No? Hmm. No. They're really nice looking. A lot of games don't support that super widescreen yet. Wait, still. games have to support that? Like yes. It's not... Oh. Yeah. Because on PC you have to you have to pick resolution and screen size and all that stuff. Oh, too much effort. It's not. <laughs> it's not. It's really not. You go to a menu and say this is the monitor, but not the monitor I have, but the resolution I'm looking for, 1080. Do or games higher say they support it then? Like when you're buying the game, so you know. Uh, they should. Yeah, they usually. So what do. happens if you have one of those curved monitors and it doesn't support it? I think it'll either put a window on the edges. Uh, like almost like, like a four three picture kind of thing. No, it would still be in widescreen. <laughs> oh. It just wouldn't read the those big monitors are just ultra wide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if it if it doesn't support that that width of a screen, it would just like, be up it, to sixteen nine probably. Yeah, it it would then probably have some like hmm. black uh, bars on the sides or something. I don't know. I have no idea. I almost bought a curved TV before I got this one. Why? Well, I mean, I, there's benefits in to them but is there yeah viewing angles are they are they not already phased out like isn't no, that a thing no, no. that's not oh wow viewing angles are like the main reason for yeah it. and that's nice and all but when have any of us ever had a viewing angle problem which is which is why i didn't get it because that's really the yeah. only benefit no i don't even use surround sound the right way like it's supposed to be tailored to sitting in a, in a specific spot there's there's like measurements and shit for all that stuff. Yeah, I know. So I like I don't I don't take that it. serious. I'm definitely not gonna take where I'm sitting looking at a screen. There's T V <laughs> size compared to how far you're sitting measurements that you're yeah. supposed oh, to Oh yeah, you're like, supposed to sit like a mile away from the TVs we have. Yeah, yeah. I sit like upstairs, I sit like right in front of that TV. It's terrible. <laughs> the only thing I've ever done with sound is make sure my uh sub was always in a corner. Because that is that you are supposed to do, I think. Yeah, I don't know if that's the good spot for that. But no, your sub should be like over here, if anything. Like it should be behind you. Yeah. 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 Soundcast. Yeah. Audio file cast. One surround soundcast. <laughs> uh, that's one thing I I'm not as I'm not an audiophile at all. I don't. It's I like something. I have a headset on when I play games, and that's enough for me. That's it's fine. something I like want to learn more about, especially with records and stuff. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole because <laughs> a really nice record player is stupid expensive really yeah what makes them different oh there's some real crazy shit huh i want i watched a how it's made on it before there's ones that are like completely they're they're mechanical in general mm -hmm. but there's one that takes it takes into account like differing air pressures or something that happen within it it's like That's it's weird. super super crazy i watched yeah. that uh that vice video of Jack White's plant that you told me about, yeah. his record plant. Yeah. I, I guess I just never realized you literally just press the record. Yeah. I, I know press record, whatever, that's yeah. the way it's done, but I've never seen it done. It's funny. Yeah, you just put groove, it, it, you set it up to put certain grooves in it and you just push it it's down like, on a piece of hot wax. It's like push, yeah. it's like when you used to play with Play Doh. It's like you just push it down and it, like, and it spreads out it spreads and it out. creates the yeah. record. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Such a primitive sort of thing. It is, but it's, it's cool. I enjoy it. Uh, yeah, still audio cast, I guess. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is the 2v1 Podcast. I'm Nick. Every week I'm joined by Josh and Alex to discuss the games we're playing and other happenings in the industry. Uh, what's up this week, guys? Because I feel like we're all not playing much. Yeah, <laughs> we're Mass definitely. definitely. I know I'm not. All week. Yeah, and I don't want to beat Mass Effect to death. I haven't really made much more progress since last week. So. I had a turning point. I, quick, I've been quick super... thoughts. 
Yeah, I've been super negative prior to this week, um, but I hit a turning point in the main mission. There's one specific mission that you've also done. Yeah, that I really really liked. And, yeah, and, and I, I thought I had a totally different reaction. To really? It. Yeah, I thought it was really cool, and it, it kind of explained more about the cat and what they were actually doing. Um, and I, I hoped, I was hoping going forward there'd be more stuff like that. And then after that mission, it just went back to the, like the mundane quests and boredom of exploring. It, the way that it gates like all the missions with your characters and stuff is how it's based around those main missions where you and I finished that one. It was hunting the Archon, and as soon as you finish that, you just get like blasted with side quests from all of your characters at one time. And it's like, hey, you hit this point, you hit this arbitrary point in the game, so we need to take care of all of these things. I'm really worried about this personal issue right now. Like, it's it's weird. There are so many cool things that the game is doing, though. Like, the whole Ket thing that with that mission yeah, is cool. Still not, I liked that. Still not a fan of them. Um, some of the side missions, or some of the loyalty missions, with specifically ones with the other arcs, are cool. They're cool. They're cool. Um, yeah. I just did Meridian. The Meridian quest. Oh, you, you already know. did that? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, okay. It was really fucking cool. Huh, okay. But it's just these specific quests and moments that are, are the highlight of playing, and everything else is just throwaway. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I hate it. Yeah. And I still really hate Riders so much. I can't stand... Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Alex, have you got to play anymore? You said I haven't not touched really, it. right? Nope. Yeah. I haven't, touched, I haven't touched Multi in a while. No, I haven't played that in over a week. That yeah. that fell off even more than like yeah I know I'm gonna play the story and everything after this semester and I'll have more time for it but I I don't know how much I'm gonna play multi. I, I wouldn't even call it falling off because it never even started. No, not God, really. I should have got it on PC. I, I fucking knew it. it physical because I fucking traded that thing in when I was done. Oh, you got it digital, Josh? Yeah, because I figured we all be playing multi. I want to play more. I just haven't like this week. I just haven't I mean, had time I, to play much of anything. I guess it's nice all. to have in case we do play around from time to time. But yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, we might we might revisit in May. We'll see. Because I'd like to get sucked in. I just don't know if it'll happen. Ah, uh, there's too many games in May. Mass Effect will be gone for me. It's gonna be gone. You can't get rid of it. Yeah, you'll still. That's have actually it. a good thing. You'll uninstall it because you're. I want to uninstall it. Cause <laughs> yeah, just don't uninstall <laughs> it. I have enough room. I don't need to uninstall it. I need to play. I think Near might be my next game. Yeah, I mean, I, I bought Did you Nier. start it? Yeah, I started it. Okay. Oh, that's uh, right. Your beginning thing. So, yeah, I got... Before we start with that, did you have anything else on Mass Effect? Or are we done? No, I don't We're have... done with it on this episode? I don't have anything to say about it because, again, I didn't really play it much after last week. I did that one mission. It wasn't that great for me. It was okay. I kind of like some of the characters a little more, but... I just that's, thought... That's about it. I, I like the what the Ket are trying to do. Eh. And, and you made that comment, what, a week or two ago, that you read something in text about how there's, like, uh, some of the characters. Yeah, and that came up. That came up again. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know about it. But uh, another game, a new game that we mm-hmm. haven't really got any time with yet, um, Near Automata. 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 Uh, <laughs> apparently, that game has sold really well, too, which is good. Yep. It's kind of like a Horizon thing. Yeah, but, I mean, this is a real niche thing. For sure. Like, uh, and that's really good for Platinum, the developers of it, because they've kind of been floundering a lot lately. Uh, Scalebound. And, and Scalebound got canceled and whatever, so it's nice for them to get some kind of win. Um, so we've talked about Nier. It's a 
third-person character action hack-and-slash game. RPG-ish. Well, I mean, they're all... It's 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 the same level as every other hack and slash. Like you okay. you are leveling up, but I don't know. I haven't dug too far into it. I only kind of just started it. I got it on PC. The PC version was apparently having a lot of issues, but there's already a fan made patch for it that I installed. Of course, and it, just to fix things. It's totally yep. It's totally How does fine. That... I want to know. I want to meet these people that do that. I know, and and they do it quick. Like too. How? I don't know. I don't, I, it just blows my mind. Like, they just, as soon as they get the game, they open it up, look into the code, and say, hey, I'll fix all of these things, because it wasn't optimized for PC or something. That's crazy to me. It has a, it has one of those situations I complained about with Deus Ex, where the gameplay is running at 60 frames, all of the cutscenes are at 30, which is a little jarring and stupid. What game was like that recently? It, Deus Ex for sure. That that's the only one I can think of off the top of my head for I don't remember me. If there's another one or not? But yeah, um, I definitely remember talking about Deus Ex. Yeah, it it sucks. Like that sucks. I, I don't know why you Did go it, through the effort of making the engine run faster, but then you, you don't re-render cutscenes. Exactly. That's yeah. what I'm saying. And especially Deus Ex, which I'm sure sold really well on PC. Like it wasn't it wasn't rendered at 60 either in cutscenes. So that's a little. It's a little jarring. It's not really that big of a deal. It doesn't bother me that much. But um, I'm really excited for this game because as as time went on since it first came out, just positive, positive stuff constantly coming from like gaming press. I haven't heard a whatever. single negative no. at all. I haven't either. And I'm really like it has all these alternate endings, which is what I was originally like. Oh, I don't know. It's like 30 of them or something? Well, it's every letter of the alphabet. Oh, I didn't know that. So that works. So, like, it has all of these endings, and we talked about it briefly where, like, I was a little hesitant about that because it requires multiple playthroughs, but they are apparently different enough that it feels like a new, fresh experience every time. And I think some of the endings aren't for beating the actual No, game. they like, aren't. You you die a, in a bunch specific... of them aren't. Yeah. yeah, a bunch of them aren't. So I have one already. I already got one of the endings. Uh, the way this game starts is a little... Interesting but frustrating. The the beginning is it the demo it's that we the played? It's the demo. Okay. So if you if if you played the demo of Nier on PS4 what, like two months ago or three months ago, that's the opening level to the game. All the way it? up through that boss to that big giant like industrial looking uh, saw blade arm thing, <laughs> which I never beat. Yeah. Uh, it's not very hard. Like, I don't think it's very hard, but the way the game works is it automatically heals you. You can do it yourself, too, but it'll automatically heal. And if you're not paying attention, it might not happen fast enough, and, you, and you'll die. Like, if you take damage too fast. So, the opening section of this game, if you die during it, you have to do it all over again. Do they try to explain that, or is it just a... The game starts, I took a screenshot of it. When you first launch the game, it's like, this game does not autosave. Figure out how to save. Oh, good. I like that. And, but so, it's not as interesting as you think it is, because they're just save points. So there's actual save points, there's not manual save? There's save points, and then once you get, once you get past this opening area, you can do a quick save. And okay. save anywhere, I believe. Um, how much time do you end up losing if if you die? So... I mean, knowing, I knew what this demo was because I played it, and I knew exactly what to expect, what enemy encounters to expect, how the boss fight worked, and it still took me over an hour 
But but that over an hour was because I accidentally died the first time. So I got all the way up to that boss, which if you're playing the first time not knowing anything about this game, it probably will take you like an hour to get a feel for it, know where to go, get through those encounters, etc. And then you can still die. And you can die and have to do it all again. And I get the idea of that. It's kind of like Dark Souls where demons and dark souls threw you into this one boss i was thinking about that the asylum guy i mean demons even more than anything because demons was like a real shocker where you you start this game you fight this boss it's impossibly hard you die and then you never ever go back to that area it just start it actually starts the game and it feels like that's what they were doing for near but you have to replay the exact same thing again and that's kind of lame is like it, i was pissed off is there a tutorial or is that what that is that's kind of the tutorial okay i guess because like as you're after like probably the first 10 minutes you know every button command and everything but like then you have to go through the tutorial again too like it There's it makes you tutorial it makes beforehand. you rewatch cutscenes. that makes would you freak do a tutorial yeah <laughs> it was really frustrating like i i kind of knew that was the thing but i definitely didn't expect to die because i had already played it and i was careless and wasn't paying attention and died and had to go back and do the whole thing. And I was even, I was like, that's not cool. Like, I kind of don't want to do this right now. And that's like like a, you just fucked up. I did fuck up. It was obviously my fault. I think the point I'm trying to make though, is that that's a real, real easy way to turn people off. Yep. Despite how much positive stuff this game has got and how loved it is and how well it's sold. Somebody coming into it, not knowing anything about it, not being good at hack and slash games, whatever, that's uh, that's pretty shitty. That's kind of a shitty way to start. Not only that having game. to replay uh, specific parts, but the thing I claim—it's just a waste of time. This, I, yeah, I complained about this with Resident Evil Seven. When you can't skip cutscenes, or in, in the case of that game, like sequences, like holy shit, why is that a thing in 2017? Yeah, like People I should know you need to be able to skip that stuff. Yeah, I know what they were going for. You know, I get it. But that is too lengthy of a of a sequence to do that with. Like, I think I think it should have put you somewhere halfway between through or something or whatever, but but that was an ending. That was one of the game's endings. Oh. Yeah, so it was actually pretty funny. So when you fail that, it just goes the the human or you have failed the humans have been wiped out or something and then it scrolls the credits super fast and then you (laughs) and then you just get right back to the title screen there's a video i watched about how this game just what the near universe is oh with like the first i can't wait to dig into that it's like a four minute video on youtube i'm gonna wait until i get through it it's really cool it's super weird it connects it connects to drakengard did you know that which is uh, old. I don't remember. Those were games on PS2, I believe. This is the it's the same guy, the same um, Japanese auteur like mm-hmm. Kojima. This guy all of a sudden is like a Kojima. Everybody, his name is getting thrown around. He's been around for a while, but didn't have as much notoriety until Automata. Um, Yoko Taro, Yoko like Taro. Yeah. I, I think he wears. He's he a doesn't. Sh- dude. He doesn't show his face in public, which I think is really interesting. He wears a mask. Um, so he's, he's hotline another, Miami mask. He he's another odd duck. It's like a it kind of looks like a big moon with a funny face, and I think it's a character from the first near, I believe. I have no idea. But um, yeah, I plan to look into all that stuff after like maybe doing like one playthrough of this because I'm definitely interested in how this game does that. 
it, it sounds really cool, and I really like the idea of AI and you it know humans kinda has and like same. what does it mean to be a human? Like it's asking those kind of questions. It sounds like good sci-fi. It almost has the same sort of like point of horizon to an extent. How humans are living on the moon. living on the moon in this, and robots have essentially no, they're not robots in near, but how a sentient sort of robot alien is now overtaken earth i don't fully understand it it's, yet yeah it's, it, it's weird it doesn't like it just gives you a very very brief explanation of what's happening it takes place in the year 5000 <laughs> so so like it's really far into the future like at that point i don't know why anybody cares about earth like and how they're only on the moon like that seems so so far away when did Battlestar Galactica take place. There was no date because Earth wasn't a thing. Oh, that's remember. Right. Okay, yeah, Earth was like a figment. And Nier is also the game where you can buy trophies. Are you gonna buy all the trophies? Yeah, that's right. Actually, but not mm. until it 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 requires you to play through like multiple times. Three times, I think. And and no, I don't fucking give a shit. I also got it on PC, so I really don't care. I don't. I, wanna, just... I don't want to spoil this for anybody that might end up watching one day. But there sort of was an implied date in BS. Oh. I don't remember a date, but I mean, Earth matters in general at some point. So, yeah, I, yeah, I definitely don't remember a date. But I'll I'll tell you what I mean after this. It's it's okay. too good to spoil, even though it's been out for four hundred years. Four hundred years, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I I've I've just barely played this game. I got to the second opening. Open. It's an open area. Like you can run yeah. around. It's a big map. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm really excited for it. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, I do. I'm excited to play. Just play it because Platinum does have solid hack and slash mm -hmm. gameplay. Um, DMC is one of my favorite games of all time. I mean, that's not Ninja Platinum. Theory. Yeah, shit. Yeah, I was gonna. I say, was thinking. But, but I was it, thinking Hellblade, and then Hellblade looks cool. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's strong attack, weak attack, combos forever on combos stuff like forever. that. Yeah. Um, it looks pretty great on PC. Uh, I'm ex I'm excited that it actually runs well too. Like uh, the 60 frames is really nice. I can't capture it very well, which sucks. That was weird. Who, who sold something? That's a weird sound. Uh, it was something else. Yeah. I, I I get notifications for something else. Dumb. So so that I don't sound like a complete idiot. What do you think of Hellblade? How are you gonna get Hellblade? Or do you have any? Do we, I don't have anything else to say about Nier. Yeah. I'll have more on that next week after I get to dig into it. Um. We we didn't really talk about Hellblade, I guess. At all. It's We've finally, never we mentioned finally, Hellblade on this. We fin we have. Have we? Yeah. When? We finally just what it when it was announced and not oh. knowing what it was. Okay. Hellblade's the next game from Ninja Theory. They did Enslaved, Heavenly Sword. I never played never Heavenly played Sword. That. DMC. And DMC. <laughs> they did they did the reimagining of DMC that some people didn't like, but that was a really great game. Their new game, Hellblade. Setsuna's Sacrifice. It has a subtitle? Yeah, I think so. Help set. God, why? Don't put subtitles. On I could shit. be. I'm like, pretty sure that's what it is. I think but I could it does. Be I, I think else. it does I think too. Like actually, but Setsuna's sacrifice. I wonder if they have to. Like, is Hellblade too basic of a name? Was Enslaved too basic Odyssey of a name? Of the West. Yeah. It's, Maybe. I hate that shit. Maybe the band Enslaved did not like that. They would have nothing to do with it. <laughs> great, great band though. But um, Hellblade looks like God of War. It looks like the new God of War, actually. Like how it's it's a close-up third-person action game, but it's also more of like some psychological. It looks dark. Yeah, it look. It, it seems very dark. Apparently, your main character is kind of mentally ill, 
and that has a lot to do with the story. And they sounded like they're going for more of a story-driven thing versus just pure gameplay, which which is awesome. Which is what all their other games were, basically. But um, and this was Game Informer's recent cover article, which is why all this information that's why all this info out. came out. Yeah, looks really cool. I'm actually like pretty excited for it. I like the idea that it's going for some like that whole that whole focus on her being kind of fucked up is is a good idea and also it's like a nordic setting yeah like barbaric viking setting and it looks really cool did, i don't think did they give a date for that i want to say it's this year i think yeah it's this year i just don't know if they i don't know what a date was off the top of my head no yeah um i, I didn't have much to say about yeah, that i don't, I don't but Go look at the videos. It looks very cool. Did you... I was just surprised at how similar it was to God of War. That's good, though. I'm, <laughs> like, I'm totally okay Like, with God that. of War was debuted first, and everybody was like, whoa, this looks really like a strange direction for this. And then this other game that's been kind of under wraps is also going for the same kind of there gameplay. There haven't been... I'm trying to think of, of hack and slashes other than Nier, which I no, guess is No, we talked one. about this. We've, you and I did a whole episode, basically, about this when I was playing Bayonetta 2. Oh, that there aren't there That there aren't, really aren't and hack and slashes. And any time there kind of yeah. is a hack and slash anymore, it's trying to go the Dark Souls route. Like yeah. Neo. Yep. And which I, I, I wouldn't call that anymore. I would definitely not call that a so hack you would, and slash. Oh, I, okay. I thought you meant you wouldn't call Same Neo with, like, Dark Lords Souls of the Fallen. Thing. Yeah, no, the, it's the new genre without a name, Souls-like. Mm-hmm. That's that's the new thing. I, yeah, I can't think of the last, like, actual hack-and-slash game that's come out. Bayonetta 2 and all of, Plat- and all of Platinum's failed games. Like oh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and... Transformers, yeah. that stuff. I'm, I, oh, I really don't like how they went that route of uh, franchise games. Well, it doesn't matter. I mean, here here's Nier that was very successful yeah. all of a sudden, so hopefully people will be like, oh... Yeah, maybe we should let them do other like original stuff. Let them again. do their own thing as opposed to yeah. forcing them onto a franchise. Yeah, don't do licensed stuff. Yeah, Dark Souls. I haven't played anymore hmm. at all. I, I like I said, haven't had time to play much this week. Just <laughs> for whatever reason, I really haven't. Strange. So. And all I played yeah. was Ashes of Ariendo. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the right. old one. Yeah, yeah. I I need to get back to that. Um, just. Life has been in the way a little bit, so... Meh. Boring. Yeah, fuck life. <laughs> uh, I guess we can talk about Overwatch? Yeah, I, I played a little bit of it. I don't even remember what it's called. I don't either. I know, and I feel Uprising? Ter- Uprising. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, so Overwatch has its new uh, PvE event going on right now. Um, I think you can play it through May 1st. Um, and this is similar to Junkenstein's Revenge? Is that what it's called? Junkenstein something, the Halloween one? Halloween something. Yeah, yeah, where you got your four-player team, and you're, it's just against bots, enemies. But they aren't they aren't Overwatch characters. They are actual, like, creeps and, and whatnot. Um, there's three points at first that you have to capture. Yes. And then you have to hold down a payload, then you have to escort the payload, and then you have to kill, like, four quote-unquote bosses at the end. Yeah, it was a lot more involved than yeah, I expected. Yeah, which is what I was getting to. It wasn't like a typical Overwatch match. No, no. It's kind of it's a whole new thing. I kept thinking of Mass Effect while playing it. Why? Objective-based, wave-based oh. stuff. Like that, you move through the map, you have to do some objective, and all the while you're fighting enemies. And that that was cool. Like, I really liked it, I actually. like it a lot, and I really hope they do more things like this. And I'm sure they will. Yeah, I mean, we said that also the first time with that junk, junk, ra- junk rat thing i was gonna say junk rhine junk rhine yeah i got i got real fucked up uh the, i got real fucked up. Yeah. Okay. 
I, yeah, I want fun. a lot more of stuff like this mm-hmm. from this game. Like, I have fallen way off, obviously. We've talked about that a lot. Um, I looked at my playtime for Overwatch. It was so, so much lower than I thought it was. Eight hours. Eight hours? Yeah, that's I, all you played? I really that's didn't play anything at all. Wow, yeah. I have like 80 plus. Well, that's how fast that's how fast I lost interest in it. I like, really like Overwatch. I really like it too, but I just it's not worth putting time into for me. So. I'm going to play a lot more of this Uprising event though cuz it's I'm having a really good time with it. It's cool and it's difficult. Yeah, I want to I want to maybe try the harder difficulty like once, but is, I'm I'm probably not going to play much tough. of it. Yeah. yeah, especially with all the other games out now too. Yeah, I just it, again, it's one of those games that is very it's it's such a quality experience. I just it's all multiplayer. Mm-hmm. I'm getting nothing really out of it. So if you would have gotten it on Xbox. We would be playing. No, I probably wouldn't because no. I didn't like playing it play on more? Xbox. No. What? Why? Oh, I'm not gonna get into it. Where? Why? Yeah. Why would we're you not even gonna ask? get into it? Of yeah, course, there's funny. a reason why. It, you could play with a mouse and key. Well, and actually, you can't now. That would be stupid. Why would I hook up? No, I'm not gonna hook up a mouse and a keyboard in my Xbox and try and do that. Wasn't well, that the point of playing on PC? Because you want to use a mouse and keyboard? Sit, sitting in front of a TV with a mouse and keyboard doesn't you really work. You can sit work. on your couch and use a wireless mouse and keyboard. No. This is stupid. This is ridiculous and stupid. Isn't that... You've had... We've had this conversation before. Yes. I say I, I won't buy it. It works sitting at a desk. Okay. That's what works for me with a mouse and no, keyboard. No, no, no. What I was getting at is you said I could buy a PC and hook it up to my TV. And that's what I would be doing. You wouldn't be playing with a mouse and a keyboard. Why are we talking about this? I don't know. This is dumb. Move on. <laughs> remember, remember when you guys said we're not going to get into this? Yeah. I, Rabbit hole. Josh just kept talking. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> the Overwatch event. The Overwatch event is cool. Uh, they continue to support that game. That's really nice to see. It's has it been a year now that it's been out? Did it I come think out that's last what spring? this event is for. It's okay. been a year. Maybe I could be wrong. Well. No, it came out two years ago because it was on my Game of the Year list. It was absolutely not two years ago. It was 2016. So was it on my last year's Game of the Year list? Yes. Are you sure? Yes, because I did a video of why okay. it wasn't on my top ten. Okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> why I know. I spent a lot of time. I know. I know. But uh, not much to say about Overwatch. Hearthstone, it's cool. It's worth checking out. Hearthstone just had an update, too. A big expansion. Another one. Okay. I still play that daily. I know you do. Yeah. Uh, I have not played Duelist in forever. Path of Journey to Ungoro, I think, is the Hearthstone one. They added a, two different deck types and a whole new types. Ability. Like um, you Certain know how you cards. could have like beasts and you could have yeah murlocs or whatever. They added two new ones, elementals and I forget the other. But they also added an ability called a dat, where you play a card with a dat and then you can choose from three different things that you can assign to that card, whether it be like. Give it taunt, give it charge, give it... There was something like that already, wasn't there? There were a couple cards that let you pick an ability whenever... It was like one or two. It would pop up and say, you do this or this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had those cards, but like this adaptability, it, it, it's randomized now. So oh. three things will pop up and be like, you can pick one or two of these. That's cool. Yeah, it's it's fun. And they added quests, like um, quest cards. Yeah, right. I remember which are, this, yeah. Um, the rogue one they just added ruined, ruined it. It ruined it. It did. Yeah, it's actually a thing in the Hearthstone community right now. If you have the uh, if you have a, a specific road rogue deck with the quest card, yeah, you you like can't beat it. Like it's over. It, really? Yeah, it's it's a thing going on right now. They'll probably wind up patching that, right? Oh, absolutely. oh, sure. Yeah, I'm sh- I'm sure that game gets balanced constantly, oh, especially what? with how big it I is. I forget what the rogue one is, but how the quests work are they? Uh, it's like you play the quest card, 
And then you have like, you know, you remember playing a secret where it shows like a little thing on yeah, your character? Yep. It's like that where it says this player is doing a quest. Oh, so it lets you know. It lets you it lets the other player know. Hmm. And you see them play the card. It tells you. Sure. Yeah, card. right, right. But each each character has their own quest. And I forget which one the rogues is. I wanna say it's um play the same named minion five times. Yeah. That I read that Something one. Something like that. That sounds right. And you can do that real quick with the rogue, and then for the rest of the game, every card you play is a five-five. Oh wow! So it's yeah, it, it's kind of ruined ranked right now. You don't play that. I have though. Been. Oh, you have been. Yeah. I actually so just got down to eighteen. So you're actually excited. you're actually playing the yep. real thing. Yep, my yeah. uh, my hunter deck. Nice. Yeah. Speaking of card games, when was the last time either of you guys checked out anything with Gwent? I down. I got the p. I got my access to that game finally. Mm-hmm. A month ago or so, played one game on PC and haven't played it since. I don't remember. I'm one month ago, I don't know where that would be, but they've they've changed a lot of things and made a lot of updates. That what did they change? You'd have to play it. Like it, it's been a while for me to, for, to see, but there's a lot of different gameplay tweaks. And here's the thing: I want to tell you it's more strategic. I think you would probably still say, at the end of the day, it depends on how many cards you have. You know what I mean? Yeah, but. I don't That's know, how I, I felt playing it last time. I mean, uh, yeah, playing this version of it. I don't know when they implemented all this stuff. I feel like it was only a couple of weeks ago. It was probably after you played, but I, I well, when when is it, the I full guess, game coming? Anyways, like the full everybody can. Play. I don't know because I think it's only just now coming to PlayStation. I feel like I remember seeing that that the beta was finally coming to PlayStation. I've fallen out of that's crazy. I don't know. Yeah. It was supposed to be out by now, but yeah, I think it was. Thought. I'm still I'm still more interested in the single player stuff just yeah. for Witcher universe things, but I I can't imagine they would have changed anything like that, Alex. Like it's still based on you you get a, a set number of cards and then work. I'm with assuming that. they just updated like like there's more abilities and, and, or yeah. Something. I mean yeah. some of the stuff that I love, for example, I don't know if this was around when you played, but they added a Nilfgaard deck, and yeah, that was that. I think that had just got added. The whole part, the whole concept. Uh, you know, each deck sort of has a different idea behind it in this one yeah it allows you to see the other players cards like a lot of oh. them so yeah and i, I don't know I, I just love it like if, if i actually use it quite a bit but if somebody's using it against you and they flip three of your cards or whatever i try and use those because it pisses me off you know so i don't want them to see what i have i don't know it's right. pretty cool but that's it's it's so funny how all of these games have basically the exact same ability it's true for cards i'm, I'm sure like, that they're all just a little bit different but you're doing yeah the they thing. they really that that's where that's where like the real big differences between them are based on hearthstone is straight up one on one you just put cards down and then abilities change it how it goes whatever duelist is the tactical thing gwent's thing is you only have so many cards to, mm -hmm. and whatever you get that's what you have to use and i think i think gwent kind of um forces to like you said too, Alex, with the uh, I don't even know what you call them in Gwent, the heroes or your leader cards, cards? your leader know. or whatever. I think it's yeah. Leader, yeah, each each of those leaders kind of have a set way to play that deck, as opposed to Hearthstone, where you can kind of build any deck you want. With I was going to say same thing with Duelist, yeah, but I don't really know because I don't know the extent of all the cards in in Gwent. Like I'm sure you can, I'm sure you can put pick and choose and make different decks. Yeah, types. you definitely are there can. Neutral cards? Because there are there neutral cards in Gwent. Yeah, yeah, there are. Yeah, well, like the, uh, especially like the the gold cards and stuff. But uh, for the most part, each deck has 
it's yeah aren't all the hero use. cards neutral you can use them basically in any deck all the all the ones that um like like Gar- like Geralt yeah you can use yeah in any deck and exactly Siri and yeah yep. yeah that's correct uh the the thing in Gwent like the I and I'm sure it's I haven't played it enough to know but the the deck leader ability I mean you use it once in a game right like in any, once in a is round it, no, 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 it's once, once in a game. Is it once in a game? Yeah, yeah. Oh, once in a game. Right. And so, I, I just don't like how limited Gwent is. I, <laughs> I really, I really don't like. That's, that's another thing. Like that, sh- that could be another level of strategy. Obviously, like I have to time when I'm going to use this. But hey, you guys remember that uh, Elder Scrolls has a card game too? Yeah, and I think mm-hmm. that's fully launched now. Yeah, that's I on think, phones and everything, out. right? Couldn't tell you. I don't think it's on phones. No. Not yet. They're planning no. on it though. I, if, it, if it comes to the phone, I'll check it out at least. But again, another great example of it does all the exact same things with the exact same abilities. Its its twist is that there's lanes, like you can have a oh, left a left side that, of the board and a right side of the board. Yeah. Hmm. It, again, competent, totally competent card battler. Uh, just didn't want to put time into it. I thought I was going to, but I didn't. I wonder how that Titanfall card game was. I thought it got canceled. It got canceled. Yeah, it got canceled, but like yeah. before it came I'm out. I'm sure it was like this. What a stupid yeah. thing. That's that was what, that was, what that a, a short sighted stupid decision. idea. Yeah. Video games. Video games. Oh, we didn't talk about sniffer clips. We I did not. About that. We did not talk I about sniffer clips. About, I love sniffer clips. So I do too. <laughs> After last week's episode, Josh and I played the demo for sniffer clips on Switch, which is a co-op. Puzzle game, I guess, sure. is yeah. what you would call it. Like you mini have to, game puzzle game, mini mini puzzle game. But you have to like the conceit of it. It's called Snipper Clip because you're like made out of paper and you can cut each other into shapes to solve puzzles. You can snip and clip yeah. each other, and it's it's really get, like goofy and silly and uh, pretty quick moving. Other than we got held up on like one or two puzzles for way too long, and it was <laughs> that balloon real one. bad. Popping yeah. balloons is not easy. Yeah, but the way that the way that it makes use of you cutting your yourselves into different shapes and how it actually works really well around that and like detecting how you're cutted it or cutted. Cutted. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really cool. That game's really fun. It was so fun that I bought it after playing the demo and we we played a little bit more of it. I recorded it. It's very poor quality. I'm probably going to uh, upload it just because, but I do not think we'll record any more of it. <laughs> How much was it, Nick? Twenty bucks. Hmm, not bad. Um, I think it has a pretty decent amount of uh, levels to do. We we haven't got very far. We only did like seven or eight of them, I think. Great game. It, it's it's a really fun. To play. Yeah, it's really fun. Uh, figuring the things out is is really satisfying. We we played with the Joy Cons. So like oh yeah it was the first time you actually had to use yeah that, uh, we had to pull them off thing. put on the little adapter thing and hold them in our hands and they're so fucking small but we actually I got used to it pretty yeah. quick like yeah. it wasn't wasn't too bad and I was using the right stick though where the joystick is like in the center were of you the, using I, I thought I was using that one because I, I was gonna I was, say maybe not I was gonna say it actually didn't feel as bad as I thought it mm-hmm. would um instead of having it more on the left like typical controllers. The Switch is a really cool thing. I'm coming around on the it's Switch. It's a it's a, bit. a really cool thing that like. Are you gonna get one, are... Josh? I well, am I'm eventually. Play, I'm gonna play Zelda on the Wii U. So if I were to get a Switch, which I doubt I will to begin with, it wouldn't be until Mario. Yeah, you you won't get one. I just don't ever see you. Buying I'm surprised one. you're getting one, Alex. 
Well, I think I told, I don't know if I said on the podcast, I told you guys um, that my girlfriend wants, she wants to get like a Wii or something. And I just, I don't, I don't know why I don't want a Wii right now. That just sounds dumb to me. And I'm just hoping that eventually there's going to be some like exercise-y kind of things that she wants to fool around with eventually on this. Yeah, I just don't know how, I don't really know how that would be any different than anything else. I mean, the, it has the motion sensing stuff because One Two Switch has a couple games where you're like moving the Joy-Con around a lot, not just doing like the, um, the milking the cow, the milking cow stuff, like One Direction stuff. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. That that seemed like a short, seemed like a fatty th- thing. That was a really fad yeah. thing. Well, there, there was a Wii Fit on Wii U that I actually never even knew yeah. existed. We took them in a GameStop all the time. Wii. Oh, Wii we U. did. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know there was one on Wii U either. That's what I'm saying. I, I really didn't know that. And and even that aside, I mean, it, just from everything I hear from you guys, even specific, when I say you guys, I mean you, Nick, and uh, Yodi, uh, I can't sleep on Zelda. I can't just not play that. No, it's great. So It's definitely a make-your-own-fun kind of game, though. That's uh, fine. I mean, you, you kind of do the same thing, like, the entire game. I did quick on Zelda. Because I never really talk about it on the podcast because it's hard to. I did one of the first, like, temples. The Divine Beasts. And uh, it was really cool. I've actually heard more negative stuff about that than about anything. About that specific one? Yeah, like, where... Not that specific one I did, but that part of the game. Okay. Where that's, like... In, in all the Zeldas, there's been... Well, modern Zeldas, there's been temples. You know, since Ocarina of Time. Like, that's what the dungeons were. And... How they work in Breath of the Wild, there's only four of them, and they're... I I don't want to get into details about what they are or how they work, but that's been the one thing I've heard from a lot of people saying, like, it's, like, the weakest part of the game. Just the dungeon. And you disagree? Yeah. Yeah, and I I was, like... After doing it, I was, like, I I thought this was pretty cool, actually. Like, it was a really kind of unique twist on on how to do these puzzles that you're solving in shrines and whatever, and it had a decent use of the abilities that you get, like the physics mechanics. Um, I thought it was really cool. And you finally get to see some, like, different locations. Like, I, the first one I did was the Zora, so they're, like, the fish people. And it was a real... Their little area, Zora's Domain, was really cool-looking. You get some cool stuff from them. That That game has more to it than I think a lot of people that haven't played it realize. Like, it's not just... It's not just all that physics-based stuff. Like, there are other hidden abilities in that are more in line with, like, classic Zeldas. I've seen that in a lot of the speedrun videos. Like, of people using that kind of thing. Well... Like, we, just, like, weird combinations of abilities. Well, that... But I, I guess I'm saying, like, you get... You get armor that does something you wouldn't expect. Oh. And you get... After, after finishing that first dungeon I did, I got another thing I totally didn't expect to get. Like, So you're still getting new things and kind of, learning yeah. new things. Yeah, yeah. That's fun. Yeah, and uh, I, had, I had to solve some shrine puzzle this morning that was like... I was real proud of myself because I had seriously no idea how I was going to do it. Um, there's a couple shrines, which are the... Thi- there's like a hundred some of them. They're the mini puzzle things. Some of them require you to figure out a a puzzle within the world in order to open the shrine and the one i did today i had to get these four balls up on a plateau and two of them were off of the plateau 
and I could not figure out how to get them up there. Like, it was too high to jump. I couldn't climb holding the ball or whatever. And Can't you pick things up with, like, stasis or something? Well, certain things. Okay. So certain things are magnetic, and you can just fling them around, and that's really easy. But stasis requires you to build up energy in it. So you pause it in time, and then you can whack it and yep. build up energy. And it'll show, like, it'll point an the arrow on the screen, like, go. where it's going to go. And... I had to figure out, I, I figured out how to do it with these two that were off the plateau by putting the ball on a ramp and using stasis and hitting it and like launching it up. And I don't know if that's how you were supposed to do it because I, I couldn't, I ran around for like an hour. Like how the hell do I get these up here? And, and I figured that out. So it was real satisfying. What's the area called? Is it called the Dark Woods isn't there like a wood... Korok Forest. Korok Forest. I saw a video of a guy that skipped the entire Korok Forest by cutting down a tree and then standing on the tree and then before it launches and it just launched him across the entire forest. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's just... It's That's so a good cool idea. to me how just people come up with these random and insane ways to beat specific parts of the game. Yeah, I mean, I... I feel like sometimes I'm a total fucking genius... <laughs> But I don't come up with anything like that. Did you, you get know? Did you get that feeling with the witness after beating puzzles? Is yes. it the same sort of feeling? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it may, it's very, very satisfying. The the solving puzzles in the witness is kind of like crack. Like once you once you <laughs> start, start once you start getting into a rhythm of it, and you're like, oh man, I I really know how to do this, and I'm gonna figure this out. And as you just, there's so many puzzles. So I'm like, hoping I get into it. We'll see. I'm very curious yeah. if you do. I I'm really really interested in your opinion of that. Do, game. do you get? Do, is that on Xbox? I can't remember. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's on everything it. now. Awesome. Did you, uh, do you get that same feeling with your Sudoku puzzles in Mass Effect? No. <laughs> like I said last time, though, it's funny that I learned how to do them better now. I like like I have a lot better strategies to do them. I don't think I need to do any more. I've done every vault that I can. Um, I don't. I don't know. I so, think there's only twenty in the entire game. Puzzles. Puzzles, oh, yeah. I, well, I definitely didn't do 20. Some well, of them are optional. Yeah, some yeah. of them are required, though, to get in the vaults. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then there's one in every vault, too, like, hidden. Yeah, I never look around. It. So Some quick Mass Effect stuff. Every time you go into a vault right before you... um. Right before you finish it, mm-hmm. Sam's always like, you may want to look around. They, they say the exact same text or dialogue every time. Ryder responds the exact same way. And I'm always like... Yeah, I don't care. Because what's the point? There's nothing to look for. I'm going to get items that I don't need because I'm already way too powerful. Oh, I wanted to mention that. All the items in Mass Effect. Wait, they're so pointless. Everything is pointless. Like, I I don't know what anything does, what anything's for. Like, it's just... Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's never really explained to you. You get a lot of weapons that you'd think would be fun to experiment with because that's the point of multiplayer. I've used the same weapon throughout the entire game. (laughs) Yeah, I'm definitely definitely Josh Simon in Andromeda. I found one very, very effective way to play that game, and I just wreck everybody with that. I have uh, reassigned my points a couple times just to vary up different ways of playing yeah i don't i don't care enough <laughs> i don't feel like it yeah it's not like it's not like the witcher where all the items you pick up like you'll, you'll pick up an item in the witcher where you'll look at it and be like okay i needed this or i can use it for this or i can sell it or whatever yeah whereas in mass effect you just pick things up without even looking and it yep. just really doesn't matter at all yeah i mean i got to that point in witcher for sure after a long time a when long you didn't time. really need anything else anymore yeah but for the most part everything in the witcher was used for something, something. or other that you wanted yeah yeah, basically, Mass Effect, you could play that game from the very beginning with what you get at the very beginning and be oh, fine. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 
Uh, where, where were we? I wanted to say something about Switch real quick. We finally got some sales numbers on the Switch. Yep. 1.5 million. Fastest selling Nintendo console. Yeah, and today. also that's not accounting for Europe. Yeah. So those that's only US and Japan, 1.5 million units. So that's uh, that's great. Yeah, it's Much good. more of a success than I think everybody expected, That and it's still a shortage, apparently. Um, so I, have yet to see, I have yet to see one in retail anywhere. I haven't been anywhere to look, but um, more copies of Zelda on the Switch have been sold than there are Switches. Which makes no <laughs> sense. To, I don't get that. that. People just sense. bought the game, probably. I thought, but I thought that was just for the month. Oh, no, I thought it was total. I think it's I, for the month. I thought it was total in the U.S. because I saw 900-some thousand copies, and there's only 900-some thousand Switches sold in the U.S. I could have sworn the article I saw about that said, in the month of blank, Zelda has sold more copies than the Switch. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's not it the case, matter. but it doesn't matter. It's funny to think about yeah. because I, I've seen that sentiment online, though, is that people bought that version for when they get a Switch. Because that makes sense. There was... um. There was a brief period where you couldn't find the physical Zelda for really? Switch. Yeah, like huh. there, I remember reading that too. Like it, it was actually starting to dry up. Also, are Switch games sixty dollars? It was sixty. Okay. Yeah, I, I just didn't know. Yeah, um, Nintendo also had a direct recently, where they showed the neon yellow Joy-Con. Yeah, <laughs> I still actually haven't even seen a picture of it. It's, it's neon yellow. Yeah. Um, that and battery packs for the Joy Cons, which I didn't know you needed. Is it specifically for the Joy-Con? It's for the Joy-Con. Okay, because way back when, when we were complaining about those running out and you can only charge them one way, those batteries have never been a problem for me. Hmm. I mostly play in handheld, but even when you and I were playing Snipper Clips, we like didn't use any of the battery on them. They last a long time, so it's like a non-complaint, basically, about them. I yeah, think. wonder why they decided to make these and not like I don't a, know. a battery pack station carry thing for the actual for switch the switch itself. Yeah, yeah that's that's actually kind of what i thought it was yeah, until you just no, said it was for the joy-con Joy -Con. yeah yeah the neon yellow ones that's a it's a strange they're decision. gonna they're probably gonna have a lot of crazy colors yeah. the gamecube controllers were real weird there colors and n64 colors. was too and yeah that seems to be a nintendo thing yeah other than that the direct was just splatoon focused some I dates think. they've nailed down dates of stuff dates, splatoon, splatoon new amiibos Bayonetta Amiibos, which is kind of believe There already Throwback. was a Bayonetta Amiibo. Are you sure? Yeah, for Smash Bros. I swear there was. I didn't think there was, but I don't know. I could be crazy. Yeah. Um. When are you gonna get your first Amiibo? I have one right here. We're looking at it. Oh, I've never <laughs> noticed that was an Amiibo. Yeah, that's the only one I have. The Twilight have you, Princess one. Have I, you used I have it? not used it. I have the Twilight Princess one. It's Wolf Link. You can get Wolf Link in Breath of the Wild. I just haven't done it yet because I feel like that's cheating a little bit. Like no. having an extra person to help me fight stuff. I'll do it just to check yeah. it out. But yeah. And it's based on your progress in Twilight Princess. Why do Princess. you have that? It, ca it came with Twilight Princess. Oh. I, I okay. got that version just because, yeah. you know. Um, I, I have Samus. Yeah. I thought because about buying. Cool. <laughs> I thought about buying her just to have it because I would yeah. like a. I've always wanted a statue of her, but get like a statue. Statue. Some though. of the really nice ones are yeah. just way too expensive, and I don't care that much, and never will. <laughs> Amiibo is like twenty dollars or fifteen dollars yeah. or something. Yeah. Uh, while we're on Nintendo, you have more on Nintendo. Yeah. What the classic. Oh sure, yeah, that's news. Yeah, that yeah, is it news. is news. Alex, I did you hear about, about that? that? No, but I've been. I'm still looking for one. So tell me. Uh, <laughs> Are they done? They're, di done they're discontinued. They're discontinued. Hmm. 
Well, I'll never pay a cent over $60, so I guess I'll never have one. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, Nintendo announced they are discontin- discontinuing the Classic. I expect another one. I think a lot of people are. Yeah. I expect another one with different games. It's kind of crazy to discontinue, though. I don't know. I, I, mean, I don't know. It. We, we, You and I were going back and forth about this. They didn't announce it as a limited thing, but now they're just making it a limited thing. and Which whatever. I think is kind of shitty. It doesn't matter. Okay, here, here's why here it go. doesn't matter. Here we go. Here's why it doesn't matter. You can okay. emulate any of them anytime. Every, well, not even that. The, the collector's making it now a collector's item. It already was hard to get. They already didn't produce a bunch. Everybody that wanted it was still trying to get it the same way you would be doing if it were a limited thing from the very beginning. Sure. It still would have been limited. Not everybody that wanted one would have been able to get one. It, they just assigned that limited thing to it later. That's it. I, I think nothing's discontinuing. You're saying, yeah. I don't. I don't think it really changes anything. They just decided to discontinue it, and that's it. I have a feeling it's because they're going to try to push all that stuff with their virtual console, which I really want to know what they're going to do with that stuff. I'm assuming E3 is when we're going to. Yeah, like it. I, I really want to know because GameCube is supposed to be included in that, and um, I've actually thought I'll probably buy the Metroid Primes oh. because I wanted to play them again, but I don't want to get the Wii version for Wii U. Because I don't want to play it with motion controls. Like, it, it was okay in, in Metroid Prime 3. I didn't hate it. It actually worked a lot better than you'd think it did. I don't want to be forced to replay 1 and 2 that way. So if they eventually get their virtual console up and running on Switch... Eventually. ...and add GameCube games, I'd really love to have an HD version of Metroid Prime 1, 2, and 3 all in one place. That would be awesome. Back to the direct thing, too. You mentioned this. Payday. Yeah, Payday 2 is coming to the Switch. That's a really weird game to come to the Switch. It's apparently pretty successful on PC. It is, but... But I don't know why they bring it to Switch. And how the multiplayer is going to work because you're going to have to chat with people on your phone. And that's a a heavy co-op team-based game. Absolutely, yeah. I don't don't know, maybe it'll work. Yeah, it just is odd. Yeah. But it's cool that developer wants to do that. Sure. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a good sign. We'll see how that goes. I, I I was curious, you guys. So I was just seeing what the prices were like, and I this Kotaku article said that they tripled in price on eBay. I think they're yeah, like three hundred or 250, something. Two fifty, yeah. to three hundred yeah. now. What else? Uh, yeah, this guy has one listed for twenty five thousand. That's a pretty good deal. That's good. I think you <laughs> should seems, buy that one. Seems legit. <laughs> uh, I wanted to get to some emails. Didn't realize how far into this we were. Oh. Uh. uh do you have anything else? Do you want to talk about that Microsoft thing you have written down? Because it's kind of cool. Microsoft's doing refunds on digital purchases. Hey, yeah, we Great talked idea. about that a long time ago. It, it's it's a real small percentage, right? Huh? Wait, what? refunds or trade-ins? Yeah, full, full on refunds, not trade-ins. Refunds. Oh, I was talking about trade-ins, my bad. No, they're they're doing a thing similar to Steam where if you only play less than two hours you can return the game. You have 14 days to return the game. That's digital. sweet. Digitally. Yep, great call. Yeah, it's cool. Um, I don't know. I don't know how used that is. I think on Steam, people were abusing it and they were getting banned and blocked yeah. from doing it. Do either of you think you'll ever use that? Like, you know what you're gonna buy? Yeah, I won't because I'm so picky about what I buy. I know 
I right. want it. And, and but, you are too, Josh. Yeah, like, I, I just think, think it's, it's a nice. cool idea, though. Yeah. yeah, it's nice. It's nice. It's interesting too. If, if it helps people make the jump to digital, then it's a good thing. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah, everybody stop buying physical games. Yeah, even though sometimes I still do for arbitrary reasons. Same here. Hey, I'm gonna. This is so dumb. That little nightmares game coming out. I'm gonna yeah. get the collector's edition and keep it. I don't know what. What is your inf- what is your like infatuation in that game? I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know. I think it looks really cool. I like the survival horror puzzle thing. Those are two things that I love, and it's probably gonna be terrible, and then I'll feel stupid. But whatever. It might not be terrible. I just I don't I like know nothing about it, and it was really funny coming from you. Like this game looks really cool. I'm excited yeah. for it. Like out that was actually pretty. Out of out nowhere, it's actually that's pretty what out caught of my attention. Yeah, it's pretty out of the ordinary for yeah. you. I, I do pray. <laughs> yeah, pray. Pray. Last couple bit of news. Uh, there's a pray demo coming, which I really fucking appreciate. Yeah, that's I another love, one I can't wait for. I would love demos to come back, and I would really like to know what that game is because I still am not sold on it. I am. So I, I am too. I'm sold. Okay, why did you pre-order it, ass? To get the steelbook. <sighs> You're not gonna keep it. You're gonna sell that, that part's true. Maybe I don't care. You're not supposed to pre-order games. Well, and because I, I think they're best by the ten dollar promotion going on. Practice what you preach. This this is an anti-pre-order podcast. Yeah. As many times as you said that, you're like, oh, I'm, I'm I don't care. Whatever yeah, I'm doing anymore. <laughs> it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> it doesn't. No. So why should people buy digital games? They don't have to. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Right. Stupid. Do stupid what you want to do. It's you're right. Do what I you like wanna. digital because it's less less wasteful. And you split. There's things. no reason. Yeah, anymore. I was gonna say it's for you. You splitting things. Well, uh, obviously that's the first thing. But second of all, it's it's just less wasteful. And yeah. wouldn't wouldn't it? Wouldn't you think it's better for you know and anybody developers whatever publishers if it absolutely you know, is they yeah because you're not paying to produce stuff. Yeah, they make they make a little bit more money because I think a very tiny percentage of physical sales goes to the manufacturer. But yeah, it's, totally. But that's still a little percentage when you like build it up over a million copies of something. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So emails. Yes. Take you, us away. You can write in. You can write into us. Feedback at two v one podcast dot com. Thank you for everybody that has. You can also get at us on social media at two v one podcast. Um, we got a couple here. Last week we want we got one from Dan that we put off until Alex was back with us. I I didn't know if it would go anywhere, but I wanted to get Alex's I don't think input it's go no matter what. Um, so Dan writes, being a father of three handsome men under the age of five, my weekly hours of gaming time can range from zero to ten, which this makes me so scared to have kids. Yeah. Is what I fear. <laughs> but uh, because because <laughs> my gaming time is so minimal, I am always looking for story driven, lengthy content games. The crossroads I am at is deciding between The Witcher, Dark Souls, Metal Gear, or Final Fantasy. I think we all know the answer here, but... I know you guys love Dark Souls, but no one has ever talked about the story, just how difficult it is. I can only pick game... Pick... I can only pick game. (laughs) I can only pick one game. What's your choice for the best story-driven game? Do you think we're all on board here? That's why I wanted to wait for Alex because right. he might disagree. On three, let's all say this. Let's all say it. Uh, hold on, on. Give, give me give me five more seconds to consider here because I'm <laughs> I'm torn. Uh, okay. All right, one, two, three. Witcher. Witcher. Okay. okay. You took too long to think about that. No, <laughs> You're fired. no, only only because like I. What think... is the toss up between? That's what I'm Metal curious Gear. about. So 
specifically Phantom Pain, isn't a good story-driven game. Uh, I, I guess maybe I'm biased because it I'm had that a... really cool ending. But I mean, I I fucking love Phantom Pain. Yeah. We I we can, all loved it. I consider all the audio tapes and everything part of the story. Does that fly? Yes, you're right. I still don't necessarily think it was a great story-driven game, even with all of that. It okay. was kind of all over the place. It was very all over game. the place. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and I, it, again, I'm probably biased because and, I'm okay with that. Right, and the, and those tapes, I mean, you may forget that they're there, or you may not listen to them at the right and time. And then be like, what the hell listen, happened in this game? Or you might listen to them out of order or whatever. Like, Phantom Pain is so, so gameplay-focused. I'd argue Final it's, Fantasy had a better story than Phantom Pain. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Phantom Pain is an incredible game with plenty of content, but it's totally up to how you like the actual moment-to-moment gameplay. So I do want to throw out, Dan, that if you're interested in Phantom Pain, play Ground Zeroes first. It's Mm -hmm. probably very cheap. Mm -hmm. It'll give you an exact idea of what Phantom Pain will be for like 60 hours and then make that decision. Yeah, good call. I didn't think about that. Now, obviously, The Witcher 3 is dense, beyond dense. And will last you a very long time, especially the game of the year edition now. And, and, yeah, and with you saying you have zero to ten hours per week, buckle up. <laughs> yeah, I mean you could you could spend you could spend if you had that ten hours on a single quest, maybe depending on which one you do. So like the Bloody Baron took longer, like took ten hours. Bloody almost. Baron's a lengthy thing. Yeah. So Witcher Three is totally a great bang the for your answer. buck. Um, it is the answer for this specific question. Uh, you may not like the overall story, like even me as someone who's a huge fan of that game, I think the main plot, the not main great. main story, yeah. But uh, but all the side stuff, the gameplay is serviceable. Like I got a little tired of it, but when you hear people talk about getting lost in a game, I think The Witcher is a prime example. Yeah. You can just get lost. Yeah, in. like yeah. hours would melt away with me for that all the way through, all the way through um the last DLC. So that's a great game. Totally recommend it. Uh, there was a second part of to Dan's question. Oh, what you got more? Well, I was just thinking if if for someone that's never started and played The Witcher, and they, I think you can. Would it be worth just playing the DLCs first? No, you can't play them. Oh, alone. you can't play them first. No. I, okay. No, there you have to have the game. No, no, I yeah, but I mean like if you start up the game, can you play them right? No, from they the... have level requirements. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm almost certain they have level requirements. Why? Why would that. you want to do that, Josh? Yeah. Why would you want to do that? They are they're self-contained they, things. They yeah, definitely it, it are. will give you a quicker idea of what to expect with the whole game. Yeah. Though there definitely is something with Siri in Hearts of Stone that I remember it was it was based on my main game. Yeah, I, I did have some things with Siri in that too. Yeah. Well, no, no, Blood and Wine I did. Not I don't remember Hearts and Stone. Uh, maybe Stone. it was Blood and Wine. I don't know. The ending of Blood and Wine had either Yennefer or Siri in it. Dude, Witcher 3 is a really Witcher good game. Witcher 3 is a great game, <laughs> yeah. and I can't fucking wait for Cyberpunk. Yeah, it's a long ways away probably. Um, but me too. I'm, I really want to see them do a new thing. Uh, the second part of Dan's email. What are the pros and cons of console versus PC gaming? I've had every generation of console starting with the NES and currently play on Xbox. My impression is PC gamers swear by it and would never buy a console, and I'm curious as to why. This is all you. We've talked about this a lot. I don't know, Dan, if you've listened to past, past, past episodes. I do primarily play on PC. At some point in college, I put one together and essentially transitioned to that as my I never main went back platform. Yeah, 
and I I had always wanted to. I just didn't have the resources, and I can't even believe I did in in college. I somehow scrounged all that together to do it. But I I really like one the part of putting a PC together. It's it's a very cool experience. It's rewarding. It's a lot easier now than it ever used to be. It's basically just picking plug in <laughs> and there and there's websites that will check that it's compatible for you you don't even really have to think too much about it um there is still concerns with pc stuff because you can get dead on arrival hardware it just happens sometimes things just can go wrong <laughs> sometimes um but again it's a lot easier nowadays for me i enjoy the better visuals i enjoy the all-in-one thing it's I do so much on my computer, not just play games. Um, it's easy to... Ca this is something I actually never use as a pro. It's so much easier to capture footage. As a pro? Yeah, like, I never bring it up as a... Oh, as a, a pro. pro versus okay. con. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nick's a professional. I'm a, I'm a I was, professional. Yeah, so I, was, I was confused. I mean, we, have, we do a video game podcast. We're definitely <laughs> professionals. Um, but, like, because I do YouTube stuff, and also the podcast, it's, it's nice to edit for the podcast, um... I can capture gameplay very easily. It, it, there's just free programs you can download that capture it directly from your computer. And that's a really nice feature for somebody that has any interest in YouTube or putting together videos or whatever. You don't have to get a capture card. You don't have to pipe it through your console, through a PC. Like, it's very simple. For Dan, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that's not a big deal for him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it all depends on, especially if you don't have a lot of time throughout yeah. the week to play stuff like consoles are the easy solution you don't have to ever think about anything um you you do get a little downgrade in visuals and performance but like a lot of people don't even pay attention to that i have always paid attention to that so i wanted the best that i could get and that's why i primarily play on pc jo I, josh never notices anything on consoles or anything, frame rate or anything. Mm -hmm. Alex, I, I, Alex is a little more sensitive to frame rate. I'm definitely sensitive to frame rate. Yeah. That's the one thing for me. But there's the other thing with PC where some games are not ported well. Like, and that's still a problem. Can we, re I want to reverse a bit. Okay. And I don't want to start anything. I just want to, I'm just going to ask. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned a, a couple seconds ago that you you play on PC because you take note of the frame rates and yeah. better performance and whatnot. Why is it every time I bring up, like, 4K and 60, you give me shit? Why do you always give me shit on that I side? bring up 4K. We talked about this last episode, I think. Last episode? Didn't or, we? like, two ago. Where 4K with games doesn't mean anything. It still doesn't mean anything. A 4K TV does not really take advantage of a game. It's more for movies and stuff, still. Games are not built around 4K. Textures are not rendered at 4K. So everyone, So everyone that says... I'm like, sure it looks Horizon better. Looks way better on a 4K I'm sure television. it looks better. Okay. You you discredit the fact that high resolution textures go a long, long way. Witcher 3 on PC is one of the best looking things I've ever seen. It's it's incredible. And to bring and up an old example, it's the reason why you just hate stuff like Halo 5. The textures yeah, like, are just and, such and a, shit. That's a great example. Like Halo 5, because it's tied specifically to a console with outdated hardware from the very beginning, in order for them to hit the 60 frames a second, it took a major, major change to fidelity. Like... It doesn't run if you if you zoom in on something far away, it's skipping frames. And they have those textures. goofy like 
the way Spartans run in the distance looks really yeah, funny. The, the textures look like shit. Like, that bothers me. And that's why I much prefer PC, because it's all of it. High-resolution te- high textures, fast frame rate, etc. So, this is essentially... That has nothing what... to do with a 4K TV. Okay, but then when the Scorpio comes out, though, that's going to do all that, too. It's going to be better, yeah. for sure. Games have to be tailored to that. <laughs> like yeah, they, I understand Like, that. developers have to take advantage of that while they can. And, yeah, that's great. Like, the Scorpio is totally going to be that next They're step. Getting for to bridge that, that gap. Yeah, that people only want to play consoles and only want to think about it. Yeah. Did you see the dev kit for it? The picture of the dev kit, Scorpio dev kit? No. It's smaller than the 1S. Or it's about the size of the 1S. Well, dev kits are usually PCs. Not this? They're just built around developing for that console. They're, 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 they're just a computer. <laughs> well, that's what consoles are. I, I know, but... So I don't know what you're trying to... I don't know that it's necessarily going to be that size okay. in... For for uh, I don't for consumers, it to. I just yeah is it, what I'm saying. It's a lot smaller than I thought it would be, even from a dev kit perspective. Yeah, uh, th- I think that's what sounded the most impressive about the Scorpio. I th- uh, like Digital Foundry was making a big deal about how it is able to cool very efficiently, which is why I think the Xbox One was still pretty big because it wasn't very good at cooling things, so they needed space in there. Because that's a big part of that's a whole other thing with PCs. Like you have to really pay attention to airflow and not pack things all tight together. That's the other impressive thing about consoles is they're so, so specific well, that, was... that they figure out how to make them work at peak performance in a very small package. Like, And well, they got to remember that tons of people put them in alcoves and entertainment systems where yeah, there's like not proper ventilation. They might be, yeah, they might be stuck in something where they're not getting any air at all. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, don't forget, Microsoft didn't figure that out with 360 at first. No, the 360 yeah. had bad, yeah, bad temperature management. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's, it's a it's a dead, and tired conversation between all of us. I think um, I will never. We're set in our ways. You're. I will your never. Way. I will never convince anybody to switch to PC because everybody thinks it's a lot more difficult than than it really is. But whatever. I mean, j- you can hook a PC up to a TV and play it from your couch. It's no different. They recognize all controllers that you want to use PS4 or th- Xbox or anything. Yeah, I don't know. I have nothing. I know you have nothing. That I that's why I brought up the one time where you worry about 4K and having a nice TV and you spend money on a nice TV, but for some reason a PC's cost is a barrier and I don't understand that. I think the big thing is I'm I'm really never on a computer as much as you are. Like I just don't I don't I, I'm saying I, I if you hooked it right up to your TV like a console and only ever used it for games, you could totally do that. Well then what's what would the why, like why if i have the console better already. performance i think my take more are fine now ex- 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 exactly cuz yeah. you don't care yeah. y- you don't care about that no. for whatever reason so that that's it yeah. that's that's where the conversation dies the funny <laughs> thing is on pc right now you could be taking advantage of a 4k tv like there games some pc games already can output at a higher resolution than the consoles can't right now like the ps4 pro the games have to be tailored for it and they're only sony exclusives Blah, blah, blah. The Scorpio will sort of be there, too, but it still might not be as good. I don't know. Uh, PC Master Race. Dumb uh, joke. I'm sorry. I actually hate that. <laughs> I'm set in my console ways. That will probably never change. I, see, like, I don't get that, though. I like, mean, maybe maybe what, one what, what is that way? 
you're set in Xbox is what you're set sure, in. Yeah, Cuz we yeah. we've talked about that before like you have some allegiance to Xbox for whatever reason and yeah. I don't get it. <laughs> it goes back to I've, Halo. It's rooted yeah, it's, in Halo. Yeah, but what but, I've like, always had and always used and but I why? You know, like Oh, I could ask you why are you such a PC person? Cuz that's what you prefer. But I, but I play everything too. Like yeah, I don't true. I don't okay. I don't make the only reason I specifically choose PC is because of the visuals basically. <laughs> but like when it comes to PS4 or Xbox You'll choose Xbox every time, no matter what. If it's no if it's matter what, yeah, yeah, no yeah, matter what, even if it's maybe better on PS4, you would still choose Xbox. Yeah, because if it's something is better on PS4, it's probably so small. I I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I don't really know that much anymore. I mean, frame rate used to be pretty big between PS3 and 360. PS3 was bad, even though it was supposed to be better. But either way, I like Xbox. I Everyone has their allegiances. Not true, but okay. <laughs> a lot of people have their allegiances. I just think it's silly. I think that's silly. But I think you're silly. I am silly. How's that, Dan? That was a, that was a nice, well-thought-out uh, discussion. Yeah. Yes, thank you for writing in. Um, do we want to answer Cody's email? Were you guys Who's prepared Cody? for it? I have answers. Okay, I had answers, too. Alex? Uh, yeah, every... Uh, the only thing is, like, every answer that I have that I think is really cool or a universe that I really like, it's, like, shitty. It would be one that I know. would be, you know. But. I was thinking that, too, so let's set it up. Yeah. Um, Cody writes, hey, boys, two-part question. If you could live in any two video game slash movie universes, what would they be? In one, you are the protagonist or as strong as the protagonist. And in the other, you are a normal civilian. I didn't even think movie. I know he says movies, but both minor games. I... I struggle to recall a lot of movies often, so I was thinking games too. But I th- if I were to go the movie route, it would just be Star Wars for both. Sure. Yeah. The cop out answer. I think but, being a civilian in Star Wars would be pretty hard. It seems, I would. It, depending on where you live, a lot of the our answers are going to be like that. Yeah. Yeah, and, and yeah. So like the protagonist thing, I was going back and forth like. Who would I want to be, and what world would I want to exist in? Well, typically, there's some very bad shit going on in video game universes that's why it's a compelling way to play through something so my answer for that though is Shepard because yeah, I, I would, I, I was I would wanna, aspect. I would want to live in Mass Effect yes. so kind of what I just said with okay. Star Wars I'd want to be on the level of Shepard not necessarily them but I'd want to be on the level of them in Mass Effect because space is scary and the galaxy is scary, and you could end up somewhere totally terrible, which is a lot of the things in Andromeda, actually. Like, if you were a civilian in Andromeda, fuck. Like, that would suck. And same thing with anywhere else in the Milky Way in Mass Effect. Like, you could easily be in a very terrible situation as a civilian, but... You could be on a planet that Reapers are coming to... Sure. Like, you could get... You could get hit by the Reapers first before anybody is even taking that threat serious or yep. whatever. Or you could get raided by space pirates. That is super common, a very easy trope in sci-fi for bad enemies. <laughs> but um, being on the level of Shepard, you may have some biotic ability or you're a super genius in technology or you're just a really good soldier, you know, or something like that. So that would be cool. And, I, and Alex, that was your answer too. You said, "Well, well, that's that. one of them. I have a couple others." Um, oh, okay. As far as movie slash, this will give it away. Comic universes. Oh, yeah. any. I've been obsessed with Marvel all my life. I think mutants 
living among humans is like the coolest thing ever. So if I could be a protagonist or a protagonist picking, you know, one, some one ability that I've wanted all my life, like that would be incredible. I think it's the coolest thing in the world. Now, I would hate being that. What would you, would you want to do that if you couldn't pick what your mutation was? Um, I mean, it'd be sort of like just drawing a, you know, a card out of a deck. So yeah, you could get a, a good hand or a bad hand. I don't know, but yeah, being a civilian, I would hate being a regular person in a world where mutants existed. I would hate. Yeah, it. I'd too. feel so cheated. Um, and this I wouldn't is a, feel cheated. I'd just be scared about people like Magneto. Yeah, sure. <laughs> of course, yeah. as you probably should be. But yeah, um, I'd be more scared of someone like Mystique. Well, that's what I mean. Anybody yeah. that their their intentions anybody are with mutant first. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, and then this is interesting. Again, this is an answer where in the actual video game universe, it's shit and it would be a horrible place to live. But let's say that it were a good version of it. Bioshock. Like being in Rapture, but in oh. in in a good way where it's not ruled by I a tyrant and there aren't splicers underwater. Like a successful utopia. A successful you would be underwater utopia, I think it's the, yeah. or, or a floating one in infinite. I mean it's just whew, so cool. Yeah. But yeah, there's always they are dystopias because they're going to hell. Right. Like the whole and thing utopias are impossible. Yeah. I would be Kratos. <laughs> See, that so was AJ would be Kratos. So again, be Kratos. yeah. So again, like that was one I thought of too, where like, yeah, you got some god's power, but then every god of Olympus fucking hates you, yeah, and then you and just go ev- kill them all, and everybody hates you, and you were the reason your wife and child died, etc. Ah, uh, yeah, I guess yeah. there are some <laughs> downfalls to that. Yeah, it would be if, we're, if we're going back drawbacks. Since Alex brought up the whole Marvel movie thing, going back to the movie universes, I would be Doctor Manhattan. I don't know that I would want to be Dr. Manhattan. No? No. It's just, like, too much. You're just God, basically. Well, he ha- he has, like, no emotion. Well, because he chooses to have no emotion. It's because he's all-knowing. He, the... he does have a blue dingus. So yeah, he does. Cool. And he can split up into however many copies of himself yeah, and, he can and gangbang travel uh, stars. <laughs> and... yeah. Did that happen in the movie? Because that is a scene from the Watchmen comic. No, Did, it did he split up into the huh. thing? Oh, yeah, he gangbangs Silk Spectre. In in the in the comic, single handed gangbang, and she doesn't realize it's happening, and then she's like, "Wait, what are you doing?" And gets like all freaked out because, yeah, why wouldn't you get freaked out by that? <laughs> I feel like that might have been too much for the movie if they would have done that. I think so. Yeah. I think so too. He was definitely split up into copies in the movie at one point, but not yeah. for yeah. that purpose. Yeah, yeah, great movie, a decent adaptation of the book. Yeah. yeah. Why the fuck was Ozzy Mandias a little skinny piece of shit? Like he that, wasn't in. He wasn't. In the no, comic. he was like a Herculean Olympian dude, uh, which which made so much sense with his character. Yeah, that's. Wait, how did you pronounce it? Ozzy Mandias. That's how it's pronounced. Yeah. Okay. I think. What were you thinking, Ozzy Mandias? Ozmandias. I think I've heard it pronounced Oz. I think that's how they said it in the. I movie. don't remember. Probably I don't both. Know. It's probably both. It's a weird other word language word yeah, yeah. both weird other language words yeah a weird word uh the the civilian thing for me pokemon <laughs> a, i think that everybody has access. access i think that's a that's a really good really answer. good answer yeah. because you could either just be hanging out with pokemon and pokemon would be really cool pets to you have know what, though you could travel the world there's nothing dangerous even the bad guys are just like wisecracking why would you whatever so why would you pick pokemon if you could pick digimon shut up 
I'm serious. Digimon was so much cooler. No, it wasn't. Yeah, I'm not yes, having this conversation. Uh, I do have one other answer. Um, but again, there's a huge difference between being the protagonist and a civilian. Any my my next choice up against uh, mutants would be a fantasy world where you can have magic and you can just let's say you're a little low on cash, you just go plunder a dungeon and find a treasure chest of gold. Like I is, was thinking, that's specifically a, Elder Scrolls. Yeah, Elder Scrolls for me. So yeah. that is definite. The problem is, as a civilian, it would if you're just living in the Middle Ages, it'd be horrible. Yeah, that would absolutely be horrible. horrible. Dragons. Yeah. And, and yeah. I was thinking and also specifically Skyrim, where you could be the dragonborn. <laughs> like, that would be cool. Yeah. But if you were a civilian, holy fuck dragons, and then holy fuck every other aspect of medieval life. Being Imagine pillaged. living, in, living yeah. in Dishonored. Being a civilian in Dishonored. Dishonor would be terrible, too. Yeah. yeah. But, or Fable. Yeah, that's that, to Fantasy me, has stuff, always yeah. been the most alluring part of the... For example, Elder Scrolls games is the adventure aspect. Just, I'm just going to go explore this cave. I'm going to yeah. kill whatever's in it. I'm going to take whatever I find. And that's it. That's so cool. Speaking yeah. of Elder Scrolls, it's been free to play all week. And I did not download it because I don't care. No. Yeah. No, I... Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah, you wouldn't have any interest in that, Josh. No. I'd... Now, is Morrowind... kind of like Final Fantasy 15. Is Morrowind a paid expansion? Yeah. I have no idea. I'm sure they're all paid. Okay. I, I mean, I know that, that one a while back was. I couldn't remember about... I didn't know if it was just like a huge update or not. No, I think I, it's paid. I, I would imagine it's paid, yeah. So, yeah. Thanks, Cody. That was a good question, Cody. Yeah, well, I thought it was really interesting, it's yeah. A, yeah, it's interesting. No one said Snake. Man, fuck his existence. Yeah, that would be the Metal horrible. Gear universe. Yeah, <laughs> like, that, that would be horrible. A.K.A. like, like what all... we're headed for in probably 30 years. Yeah, totally. <laughs> or yeah. less. Yeah, I I just saw something about um the Russians have a robot that can wield guns. Where did I see that too? Colin. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, there and it's apparently supposed to be spacefaring too. So we're getting to Gundam level of stuff. That's only, cool. only they're <laughs> sentient. I'm down. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, that would that would be fun, yeah. <laughs> and, and utterly terrifying. <laughs> but uh Yeah, um so thanks thank you all for writing in feedback don't, at two v one podcast.com. Uh yeah, no, you fuck me up all the time. Good, just with your nothing inane babble. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that I think that's all I got this week. Don't really have much go- much else going on. I'll, I'm gonna I'll play more near. Get ukulele on my way home, maybe. You are gonna play I that? I think so. Now I wanted to ask you about ukulele. You didn't play banjo or anything, nope. right? So I'm really interested in what you're gonna think yeah, about this game because. It sounds like it's too much like those games, like to a fault. And I really like them. Mm-hmm. And How's I'm it doing critically? Mediocre. Mediocre. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it seems like if you liked those games growing up, then you like it. And well, you don't, not necessarily. Don't. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm a little wary of it. Like, I still want to check it out. I just don't know how soon. Like, I'm not really in a rush to play that. You know what? Why would I get that today when I can just get near? Yeah, you should. You yeah, should use your PS4. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't mention. Uh, I just wanted to anybody that potentially plays on PC. Bayonetta came out on PC. Oh yeah, yeah. Which uh, is really cool. That's awesome. And I looked at a graphical comparison of it today, and it's really it's cleaned up and it's real sharp. And I really want to play that game at 60 frames. Absolute so. fantastic game. Yeah, I I will be 
that's kind of what forced my hand with Nier because I really want to replay Bayonetta and they just launched it. So I was like, I should play Nier first. Uh, they're both platinum developed, but um, yeah, it's that's really cool. I hope they bring Vanquish because I would probably buy that and play it again. Vanquish was great. Yeah. They they did say they would bring every single game they could to PC if, if they were allowed. So yeah, Vanquish is totally possible that. too. I think it's Vanquish was a Sega game, wasn't it? Was it was Sega. Yeah, and I Sega has no problem with PC stuff, so I wouldn't be surprised if that actually does happen at some point. But I, I can't think of their other properties that they wouldn't be able to do. Mad World could never be on PC, Mm-mm. which everybody forgets about. And I wanted to bring that up about Drawn to Death last week because it's a little similar, but Mad World was fucking awesome. That was yeah, you brought really, that up with that was AJ. was a really, really cool game. Yep, I remember. Yeah. That's I forgot. Some... I forgot that was platinum. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, yeah, because that was a long time ago. That's a long. That was Wii, right? That was Wii. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't yeah. tell you a thing about that game other than it looks like Drawn to Death. It was Running Man with a black and white art style. Oh, and this is how we got to the conversation that I haven't seen Demolition Man, and I'm a bad person. Yeah, you should definitely watch Demolition yeah. Man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Is that it? I think that's an episode. I feel like we're missing something. I I thought maybe we were two, but we're not. So, are we not? I think no. it feels that way just because we haven't played new stuff. Yeah, we all sort of slack this week, but um, I played plenty of game. Mass Effect and Overwatch. Yeah, the same things you play all the time. Yeah, because I gotta finish <laughs> Mass Effect. Yeah, I, I actually really want to finish yeah. Mass Effect. I think I'm kind of over it, but I still feel compelled to do I all know. the like There's loyalty s- no. stuff. I'm I'm doing the loyalty loyalty stuff but and the I main kinda, missions, and that's it. But I kind of don't even want to do that either. Like I, I only have one left. I don't know. I have PBs, which I is think, taking hurry forever. Hurry up, Nick! It. Hurry up and beat it before think, you just yeah lose. I think your maybe it's steam. because I took I took kind of a week off from it, and now I'm maybe starting to drift away from it, and that's not good. What's your? Are you on the Meridian Quest? Is yeah, that that's the next okay. thing. It's cool. That one's. The main quest in that game is pretty cool. I don't think it is. <laughs> I, that's the only thing I like really like. That's Everything crazy. else it that's sucks. Really crazy to yeah. me. Yeah. Uh. Well, you learn something new on Meridian. Mm. I'm sure you won't care, but it was it's a, kind of a cool little thing. Did you read Kevin's email? You should read what his theory was. It could have been really cool. Okay. Yeah. Just go back and read it. It. He had a really interesting theory about it that I would have loved. And it seemed very ambitious. Too ambitious, for sure. Okay. But would have been cool. Um, maybe that's what it is. I really doubt it, though. I mean, I'll, 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 probably, I'll probably play some Mass Effect today. But, uh, yeah, thank you for listening. We're, I'm going to stop droning on about nothing. Uh, you can find us every week on all podcast services. Please leave us a rating if you have not. Tell your friends. Get at us. Feedback at 2v1podcast.com. All social media at 2v1podcast. Give us a follow or a like. On Facebook and Twitter. Is that a question? Um, you said that like it's a question. Well, it's a command. Like, it, actually, we it's we a would command. love to interact with it. humans on Twitter because 90% of the Twitter base is bots. So That's true. Yeah. Cool. And yeah. So it's very easy to get in contact with us so, and we will respond. So um, what are we recording today? Did we figure that out? I'm going to post Josh and I playing snipper clips. Like I said, it's going to be very bad quality. It was just so I could get some kind of footage of it. It's not terrible, but it's bad, too. Where are you at with ever wanting to play Battlegrounds? I don't don't know, because buying an early access game makes me nervous. Like, Dirt Rally worked really well because I knew they were going to finish that game and actually launch it. But all of these other games like Battlegrounds, 
could potentially never leave early access. And that seems lame. like even Battlegrounds right now though has a really big player base. And it's yeah, like... I'm curious about the hundred player count yeah. and survival thing. I just don't know what it costs because it's probably like thirty some dollars, yeah. and that's where that's where like eh. I only did it with Dirt Rally because, again, it was going to be a full game. So, I don't know. That game does sound really cool. It's though. already sold over a million copies. Yeah, it, that sounds super, super cool. But then there's examples like fucking Ark, which has been in early access for like four years. Would, and, and like Daisy, and st- and they don't fix issues. So, yeah. Daisy's coming to Xbox. <laughs> yeah. Do you think that's still happening? Because yeah, nobody has, has anybody brought that up recently. Not recently, because but I, I swear it's still happening. They announced it, but it's never been talked about again. <laughs> because that's another one of those games that is still in early access on PC and has been for a long time. So, yeah, that's that's the concern there. Anyway, I didn't have anything else to say. I'll post snipper clips of two on podcast dot com, and maybe maybe we'll do Dark Souls. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. See you. I don't care. Yeah. But uh, thanks for listening. And uh, we'll see you next week. See you next week, guys.